Welcome, everybody, to Life Over Par Podcast. We are produced by Prior Media. On this podcast, we talk about life and golf and pretty much anything else we feel like talking about. I'd like to thank everybody listening in right now. And let's get this thing rolling. Welcome, everybody, to episode 18 of Life Over Par. We are back in the Prime Media Studios this week. Um, Feels good. Yeah. Uh, we were <laughs> going to start this a little bit different way, and last minute, Kyle joined us. It was going to be an episode without him. So yep. so now he's here, so I'll adjust my little intro here. Um, <laughs> it, it was going to say, you know, you ruined the shot. You know, it was going to be just the two of us here, and... You weren't going to be there, but uh, you're going to play just the two of us. We'll say <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, he can't. Yes, <laughs> he can't hear it. But uh, yeah, I was going to do that. Um, but uh, it is actually all three of us here of Life Over Park, and we do have a guest. And our guest this week, he is a Farwell grad that was a regional medalist his senior year golf season. He worked. Has worked at many golf courses and has studied professional golf management at Ferris State University. He's a bulldog. He is a longtime listener, and we thank you for that. Uh, and it is you know, my pleasure to welcome you actually to an episode now instead of just being a listener. <laughs> uh, so, welcome to the pod, Andrew Soppy. Thank you for having me. Welcome. Yeah, what's up, man? What up? Um, I haven't talked to you in forever. I didn't even know that you knew that about this podcast. Dude, I. I think we were just talking about it a little bit ago about the uh, fact that when you guys first started it, I sent Nick a message and I'm like, I can't wait to listen to you guys. And I was telling them I've almost listened to every episode twice. <laughs> so listen to him. So we're a big hit with him. It is that and we appreciate good. it. Let's go. So I'd like to, to start with you, how everybody starts. So uh, a little something about yourself. Like you said, I um, have been all over the country and had the opportunity to work at different golf courses um ranging from houston texas all the way to southern california and here in michigan as well okay before we go any further um with you i do have to update a few things about uh previous episodes challenges or giveaways oh yeah just to do a little update on that um, yeah final results from our master's draft We'll, we'll go of, course, there. of course, of course, Nick wants to bring that up. <laughs> so, uh, finishing fourth out of out of four, uh, Kevin shoot, shoots even. Yeah, that's not, not bad. bad. Not over not par. Bad. Um, you had all of your golfers make the cut. So, yes, good selections there, though. Uh, third oh, he, place. Oh, go ahead. He was in last. There's no way he was in last. He was in last. Yep. Yes, he was. What was the total? Uh, uh, he had a. Wait. He had a plus one, a plus two, an even, and a three under. Yeah, but with Greg Roy, missing guy missing a cut. I know. He got third place. <laughs> he only had three guys make the cut. So his worst guy had six over, seven over on the last two days. Kepka saved him with a 10 under. And he actually shot 10 under. Wow. Holy yeah, so he finished third place with 10 under. 
with only having three guys make the cut. Second place, Kyle, you uh, started terrible, worked your way back. You finished 21 yeah. under and had all your guys make the cut. That was questionable last episode. They did make the cut. Yep. Well, last time we talked, it was uh, well on Sunday. I actually had a five-shot lead after Tiger put a, a 10 on the board. A little blunder I'm like, there. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm getting – I'm actually in the clear here. Then he goes, what, five out of six birdies, Shoffley, Correct. birdies throughout the last four. Yes. Um, the other yes. show you had, he, he <laughs> I think, six sure, or seven sure. under. Yes. And then you obviously had Dustin Johnson that just went, 20 really under. went out of the field. Yeah. New yeah. record. Yeah. Third round pickup, yeah. Dustin Johnson. That was a good one. Uh, I didn't yeah. think Tiger was going to recover after that 10. Dude, no. Like, to wow. come back from that, that's... <sighs> Some Pretty grit. Impressive. That's grit yeah. right there. That's grit. It's grit. I'd probably go to throw all my clubs in that lake right there. Yeah. Right, right in Ray's oh. Creek. Uh, so, Kyle, you were leading to it. You did have the lead, but it didn't hold strong. First place was myself. I actually ended up winning by 13 strokes, 34 under, and all four made the cut. Jeez. So a high note for, for us here, though, the life over par guys did not mm-hmm. have a single golfer miss the cut. So good yeah. picking, guys. Yeah, good picking. Yep. I thought you said uh, uh, Rory had one. Greg was... did. He's not part of the life over par three here. Okay. He is a yeah. returning. Oh, you guest. said core. I thought you said the yep. four. <laughs> the core three life over par guys. Yeah. Here. As much as he wants to be, he's he's self embarrassed. He doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> so. And then our giveaway, the uh, the mug giveaway, uh, we didn't actually have anybody guess the correct winner and or the correct winning score. <laughs> Do better, guys. Yeah. Um, I still wanted to give away a mug, though. So the person that was closest to the correct answer, he wanted his 15 seconds of fame. He was making sure I would say this. Um, good work, Aaron Hanak. I'll get that mug to you. <laughs> Hanak. Yeah. Yeah, so what do you have? He picked Justin Thomas. Pretty good. He finished fourth. He said he'd have 12 under. I think that's what he said, that's 12 or 11. He was one off for the, the score he had. So he was close on his score, and he finished fourth. So I thought he had the best you know, selection right. there. So what do you guys think of now having it obviously going to be here in April? Do you think Dustin Johnson is just going to – I mean, do you think you're going to have another high score over you know, over 15 under, or do you think they're going to get it back to where they need to be and have the winner be right at like 10 to – 13. I think the course will be in a lot better shape than what it was, and it'll bring it back down to earth. Be yeah. a 12, 11 under. I think it also depends on if there's spectators there as well. I feel oh, yeah. like there are some people that are going to feel the energy off the crowd oh, yeah. and uh, shoot a little bit better. I think Tiger not only feeds the crowd, but he feeds off of it. Yeah. And that he, I mean, you could kind of tell he was missing that in certain spots. I would say, in Anything? my opinion, as of now, there won't be a crowd there. It doesn't seem yeah. like it, but <laughs> no. I just want everything Sorry. good enough for us to go to Kentucky. <laughs> right? Oh I don't know about that either. Yeah. That but with suck. that, this makes sense. Like, in like now thinking of it and like seeing who the actual winner is, it's like, oh, of course he won. He's so even keel, ho hum. Like, that's how a golf tournament is going to be played as a major. Like, there's no ups and downs, it's just steady. And for Dustin Johnson to win it, it's just right on par with him getting it. So it makes sense. 
So Bryson didn't have a chance then. No, no, up, no. no ups and downs. No, I mean if you look at him, <laughs> no. I wonder how many people he would have hit with those uh, errant tee shots. Yeah, yeah, true. That'd be a great bet. The <laughs> over under on we'll say ten. Could have added that to your drinking game. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Man, that was fun. So back to you, Andrew. Uh, we'll jump into a little bit of what, what you do. You are a product specialist for Titleist. I so am. so what does that job consist of? Basically, that entails me traveling to different clubs and fitting people for our products that we have. And I, I mean, anything from wedges to irons to hybrids to woods to drivers. Mm. You, you got a hold of me after I was club fitted and said, you know, I could have went to you. To, to be fitted and honestly I didn't even think about it and if you would have asked me before I went and got fitted I would say there was probably a 5% chance that I was actually going to buy Titleist clubs I just didn't think that's what I would buy right and then I finally got fitted for it and then I bought them afterwards I paid for them I was like man I could have just took all the data that that guy gave me and then just went through you right right and I still could have went through you and I I didn't think about it. They're already ordered. I already paid. So what well, it's a new so, year coming up. It's a new year. It we is. New clubs. We I mean. just launched our new driver in Freewood. There you go. There you go. Might. Okay. You need we'll a jump, new driver. Jump <laughs> driver fitting. I've never been fitted for a driver. How important is that? I mean, any fitting for any club is extremely important. I was never a believer in club fitting until I went to Southern California, and I was actually able to sit on the lesson T or the, the range with the uh, head teaching professional out there. And he was big into giving lessons, but also doing club fittings and just to see the numbers and what he was actually looking for as far as his spin rate and the launch and getting those ideal for someone. Um, a lot of people don't realize when they hit a tee shot that the spin rate is super high and that's going to dramatically decrease the length of their drive. Yeah. So when I was buying my current driver, I went with a 440cc instead of 460. What's the benefit or what's the, the negatives of doing that? There's really not any negatives to it. Um, basically, the cc of the club is basically the amount of water that they could stick in the head. I just got to be more accurate though, right? It's a smaller face? Yeah, not necessarily. No? No. Okay. I thought it was a possibly smaller face, so I do have to make sure I'm hitting the center of the face because it could go bad <laughs> easier with a smaller. It's like the pace. It's like when you have the persimmon driver, you know, aim right. small, miss small. Hit it on the screws. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I might have to see about a driver fitting <laughs> later on. We'll do it in the snow. Do it in the snow. Okay. You got a facility, I guess, that you. Like your, your station, like your main facility uh, I, that we go I, to? I do not. Um, basically, my boss, um, with our accounts that we have, depending on the size of the, the account, he um, schedules events with them. Okay. And typically for me, it's about four to six people that I see in a day. Okay. Nice. But I'm willing to travel and help people out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you went through fair states golf program uh talk us a little bit with that uh, i think it's a it's my understanding it's a pretty good golf program 
It is. And I just want to throw out there that I did not actually finish in the golf program. Okay. Um, I switched my major over to business administration. Um, I think one of the big uh, misconceptions with the golf program, and I think this was mentioned by Kyle in previous episodes, is mm-hmm. a lot of people go into the golf program because they love golf and they figure that they're going to get to play a lot of golf, but that is not the case yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, and I think Kyle was mentioning in yeah. previous episodes where you're at the golf course 50, 60, sometimes 70 hours yeah. a week. And when you do get a day off, the last place you want to be is at the exactly. golf course. <laughs> I mean, you hear that from James, from Sammy. It's like, you're there so long. Mm-hmm. Day off. I don't want to go back to work. Even though it's to do something fun. It's like, I don't want to be there. No. Yeah. No. But um, Common misconception. going through the program, um, it was awesome. I got to experience, like I said, uh, traveling a little bit, going to different golf courses throughout the country. Um, I did a couple of internships, which really kind of steered me in directions that I thought I was going to pursue. Um, I did not pursue any uh, private sectors in the golf business. I just, not something that I wanted to uh, go after. I was kind of more of the resort slash public um, side of it. But I went to my first internship I did up at Boyne and that was at the um, golf academy up at Boyne. Okay. And I got to instruct juniors for eight weeks, I think it yeah. was. Okay. And then I went, my second one was in uh, Ross Common at Forest Dunes. And I've actually worked there. I didn't work there this year, but I've been there seven years. Okay. And wow. I, uh, last internship I did, I went to Southern California in Palm Desert and worked out there. Um, a unique experience, uh, kind of desert golf. So kind of got to see that avenue of it too. And we did close to 500 rounds a day on two golf courses. Wow. Wow. How does that yeah, compare to, to the Naples course that you were working at or the Florida courses? I mean, yeah, our public course in Naples, we were running, we can get up a little over 300 people in, in a day. So it's just, you just turn carts, just keep going and going. Um, normally you have about 72 carts. Uh, we had 76 just because we had four extra because at least one of them is going to run out of juice. So um, you charge them when you can, and pretty much you just spray it out. You fill it with sand, get the divot uh, bottles, and you go out again. Is that so, the course you also lost a couple of carts to the water? Yes, that's the same. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, you a few carts for... Uh, <laughs> didn't, yeah, have, didn't have to hose those up. ones off. Right, yeah, didn't have to... Yeah, those all needed yeah. redone. They needed all new. Uh, the rest of them. And... The rest of them took a shower. Yeah. Those took a bath. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Big time. Big time bath. Uh, because you're a guy of the golf industry, I want to get a little perspective here from you. Uh, talk about Masters again. Uh, Bryson and Bernhard Langer. They played together on Sunday. Bryson outdrove Langer. By 768 yards in the 18 holes. I guess probably only 14 of those holes that you'd use a driver. Mm-hmm. Langer shot a one under 71. Bryson shot a one over 73. That being said, as a guy that's been in the golf industry, what's your take on Bryson's approach to the game, being a club fitter and what he's doing? 
my take on that is I'm not really, you know, I've seen people and fitted people for golf clubs and everybody that comes and sees me, they all have one goal in mind and that's to hit the ball mm-hmm. further. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of saw it throughout the masters is it doesn't help to hit the ball 380 <laughs> yards. If you can't control where it's going, no. he hit, yeah. uh, I'm trying to remember the stat I just saw today. I think he hit 10 of 14 fairways, which is still pretty good. It is. Langer hit really? 11 of 14, I think it was. But the driving comparison, Langer averages like 254 yards driving. But it was greens in regulation that was the difference between them. Langer was way up over Bryson. And uh, he had zero three putts where Bryson had three three putts. So you can hit it far, but you got to get it. You know, the approach close to the pin. That's true. Next. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it just goes to show like the old um the old lingo driver show and putt for dough. Yes. And if you're three putting, doesn't really uh the dough keeps going away. Yeah. Yeah, it's like with uh Zach Johnson. Zach Johnson won the masters and he didn't go for two on any of the par fives all week. And his just wedge game was so good that it was easy for him to lay up to a number that he was comfortable with, hit it within six, seven feet, make the putt. So I'm just that was the year I think Tiger finished second, though, in the Masters. That made me mad that I was not rooting for him at the time. I'm just shocked with the conditions of the golf course, they, what they were, and being a little bit softer than previous years. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm surprised that more people didn't lay up on par fives and kind of just throw a wedge really close. I mean, obviously, yeah. I'm always a believer. If I can get home in two, I'm going to try for it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not always guaranteed to do that. So yeah. that's you... different for me. Like I'm so bad at that going for two because I always, yeah, I, I had to lay up even though. So I even had a three wood in my bag for the longest time. I just had a, a driver. I had a hybrid. If I couldn't get there within like 220, then like there's no, no reason for me to go for it. I think my number is 230. If I'm outside yeah. of 230, yeah. I'm. Just, just gonna throw something up there and about Bef- hundred yards out. Before we keep going, what do you got going on in the background, Kyle? Oh, that's my wife. She's doing her nails and just going like this with her. Yeah, yeah, that's very loud. That's very loud. <laughs> very loud. Okay. Yes. I'll let her know. <laughs> Good. That was very loud. Well, she gave a she she gave a two handed wave with two fingers. <laughs> two fingers. I'm gonna say one on each hand. Mm-hmm. With the back of the hand toward me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, another um, amazing stat that I noticed or that I seen was that um, Langer is now competed in a major against opponents born 100 years apart. He yeah. played Damn. against Gene Sayers in 1976, who was born in 1902, and Abel. Uh, let's see if I can pronounce this correctly. Abel Gallios, Gallegos, who was born in 2002. That's crazy. 100 crazy years that. apart, they were born. And what was that guy's Langer name? played against both. Jazz? You talking about yeah. Jazz? Yeah. Jazz. I don't remember Janet, what his name was. Janet. 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 Yeah. Janet. 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 So I just thought that was an interesting stat there that that's um, I think that's insane. That is a hundred years apart. They were born and he's played against both of them. 
Yeah, I was trying to think of who's going to retire next. Um, of the champions, it has to be uh, Sandy Lyle. There's no way that this guy's going to keep going, throwing up. I mean, 80 is impressive. You mean all suspenders? I mean, gosh, no. I do not need to see him. Well, I like to see him with Webb Simpson because you know they're not going to get any coverage at all. You but. know if he wins with the suspenders oh, on, yeah. that's going to be the next hot thing in yeah. the industry. Yeah. Kevin, would you wear suspenders to play? Yes. Yes. Okay. Are you looking into getting some suspenders for Kentucky? I wasn't, but I am now. But you are now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to, to jump back a little bit with, with you, Andrew, on club fitting, have you seen because of what Bryson's doing, maybe an increase of people adjusting like, Hey, this is kind of what I want to do. Are they trying maybe the same length wedges or irons? I have not personally had anybody that I've fitted that have experimented with that. Okay. I mean, I guess myself, I've, I like the length of my six iron. So I had my five and my four cut down to my six. I actually cut it down myself, but, um, okay. So you're, experimenting a bit yourself here it's the three or the four and the five are just a little too long okay um does it help me not really i don't think my uh contact got any better with that but okay hmm. i don't use a four iron never been able to hit a four, iron, a four iron so now i'm a hybrid four hybrid hmm. you know five well, iron, three iron my longest iron i like my four iron i've never used a three iron yeah yeah, I have a four and a hybrid. I don't have a three iron. You know, the you see, you have a two iron. That was sick. I have a one iron. Don't yeah. use it. No. No. When I couldn't hit a driver, uh, Keith gave me. He let me borrow it, and I still have it. So I don't know. Maybe he's, he gave it to me. He he might want it back. I don't know. Um, he gave <laughs> he, me a, a one iron. He has it. A one iron to use. And the first couple times hitting with it, I think I actually did okay, trying to remember back. But it definitely not anything to be consistent with. You know, I one of the questions that I always pose to my clients or customers that come and see me for fittings mm -hmm. is, what is your favorite club in your bag? And, you know, you get a, a variety of answers, but a majority of the time people always... And I kind of was shocked by it. And then I find out why that's the case. Tend to stick to the three iron, the four iron, and the five iron. Yeah, no that's way. being their favorite club in the back. No way. Not and a their, chance. Their reasoning behind this is they can't find the fairway, so they're always punching out of the woods with the three iron. <laughs> so they use it a lot. Okay. <laughs> so sure. when they punch out, they must get decent results where they're like, yeah, I like that club. Yep. Yep. I like that one. I don't think they're swinging all the way either. So no, probably not. They're probably finding the center of the club face pretty easily. In the in like the Springer, like in his five wood, the, like his favorite club is the five wood. I thought it was a three wood. Uh, he, I think he has a three wood that he hits out of the tee box with. Mm. <laughs> but I think he also has a five the, wood. The gotcha. choke down. Yeah, just a choke down three. Yeah, yeah. Get it done. yeah. three wood. Just a choke down three from 120 out. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I'll jump to a listener question um, just because that right there kind of was part of it. Um, Wyman was wondering, is there anything that you can do to fix Spranger Slice? Because he feels, and Spranger, it's it's unfixable. <laughs> well, 
I guess the club fitting side of it, there is some minor adjustments that you can make in a club. Okay. But, uh, I mean, just listening to previous episodes, the uh, the amount that the... Yeah, thanks. <laughs> the amount of boomerang. Yeah, you, the amount of boomerang yeah. that he has. Yes. You might be able to take about five yards off that boomerang. Maybe yes. 10, if you're lucky. So... Springer, if you're looking to take about five to ten yards off that boomerang, let us know. Maybe we <laughs> yeah, could help. That's yeah. You, you can fix a club. You can't fix swing path. I mean, or he's got it. The path or the face. The face is open. There's no way that. Going. Yeah. So you registered for a Michigan Open qualifier. Uh, I guess my main questions there would be what course was it that you played at and what was that experience like uh, i actually did registered for two michigan open qualifiers i was successful the first time um and it's kind of everybody's uh, i guess i should step back a little bit when you register for a qualifier like that you have to have an established handicap and they won't allow anybody with a 5.4 or higher register for those events they don't Damn, want kevin <laughs> i'm out and for that reason <laughs> he's out yeah. um so they kind of eliminate those five hour rounds and with people looking for golf balls and so we need to work on some settings with that new mic <laughs> drink that number two so loud like a lot of echo. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're taking a piss. Yeah, is he peeing right now? Is that your pee face? I mean, he had well, yes, I could do it with no hands, but he had to pee twice last episode, so it wouldn't surprise me. Sure, I was drinking all day. Come on, that's a break. that's a good mic. It's picking up everything in the house. I think it's a bad <laughs> mic. You want to isolate what it picks up. But. All right, back back to you, Andrew. Carry on. I forget where I was at now. Uh, you have to have a five point four handicap or better. Correct, and basically. Once you get uh, registered in online, they send you an email that says that you have to wait verification. That verification took about five minutes both times because they basically check your handicap and establish that you're 5.4 or lower. Um, when it comes to tournament day, you have to go in, sign in, kind of like an event. Um, you see a lot of the guys that are playing with you or in the same tournament out on the range, kind of like a tour event. You're out hitting range balls, out on the putting green, practicing a little bit before uh, going out to the golf course and minister tea time. They want you there about five minutes early. And Did you pick up a homeless guy to be your caddy? I did not. Mm, no? I did not. Do I you, actually... Do um, you think it would have been maybe in your favor? You maybe played better? I don't know how you finished, but maybe you played I'm, better if you I'm did. I'm afraid that he would show up without a shoe on and misread uh, a putt. Yes. Okay, <laughs> it could happen. I think I've seen that happen before. One. Or pick up those quarters, the ball markers there. Or uh, Ritz crackers. Crackers. <laughs> yeah, those two. Yes. <laughs> so do you remember the course name that you played at then? For the qualifier or yes. the actual tournament? Uh, Well, I do you know uh, both, I guess? I do. Okay. Both of the qualifiers that I did were at Black Lake up in Onaway. Okay. And the actual Michigan Open that I qualified for was 
at the bear in Traverse City. Okay. At the resort there. Okay. Um, I guess, how did you shoot? Yeah, how did you do? Um, with a qualifier, I shot 76. Okay. Um, nice. And that got me in, I think, 77. They did a, uh, there's two guys that shot 77 for a playoff, mm-hmm. and 76 got me in. Uh, day of the tournament, they it's, they play it like a tour event. You play two days mm-hmm. and then make a cut, and then you play another weekend. But it's not really the weekend because the tournament takes place Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. Um, first day, played pretty well. Uh, I think I shot 74. Okay. Damn. Pretty good. And I was in the top 35, oh. and I was feeling pretty good. Yeah. Get to the second day, go to the range, and... Everything that I was hitting on the range, I was smoothing it, stroking it, straight, far, felt good. Go to the putting green, rolled a couple putts, get the speed down. Like, I, f- I think I'm going to go low again today. Right. It's a good feeling. Yeah. I mean, I played the first hole. I actually started on the back nine. Played the first uh-huh. hole great, according to the plan that I had with my caddy. Uh, it was a par oh, five. Oh, you did have a caddy. What's that? Yeah, but he wasn't homeless. If he wasn't homeless. He wasn't homeless. <laughs> um, <laughs> And get to the second hole of the day and got the case of the uh, double crosses. Mm. Oof. Yeah. I proceeded on the front nine shot. I think I had five double bogeys. Ooh. Yeah. Kevin, how do those feel? Well, I'm pretty numb to them, but. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like, well, well, a double, that's a par. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, they, they don't take your handicap in a play on that, and I wish they would have. Right? They kind of feel like yeah. pars to me, honestly. Yeah. I feel like a par to you is a double bogey to me. So, yeah. It's a good feeling. <laughs> <laughs> or or maybe that's the other way around. Your double bogey is his par. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah. What did I say? Uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, continue. Uh, got some double cross. I did. Uh, and like I said, I proceeded to shoot 46 on the front nine the second day. And I felt like I had to make a charge on the back nine. I birdied number one. I go lift out on number two for birdie. So I parred that one. Birdied three and four. That's three over after four. And get to the next hole and blocked my drive into the woods. And Mm. luckily it was a hazard there, lateral hazard. So I get the drop up a little bit closer to the green. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, I was wondering if you're going to use your four. Six iron to punch out. I did not use my six iron. I should have. I was trying to go for it. And t- well, after I hit one and it was dropped two, I hit three, hit a tree, dropped it straight down, hit four on. It was a par five. And then I drained this stupid footer for par. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are stupid. Those are just stupid. And uh, I think on the back nine, I shot 35 to shoot a smooth 81. Here you go. Missed a cut by three. Okay. Dang. Hmm. Rough nine holes. It should work though. I mean, all it takes is one bad nine and you're out of it. It's just like it's like playing on the PAT. You know, I'm trying to get the PJ, you know, certification. If you have one bad round, yeah. I played with a guy. He had he shot 72 on the first 18. You go to the second 18. Um, the next nine, he shoots like a 40. I don't know, like a 48. He's like, well, I have a three-hour drive home. I'm not going to make the cut. 
Or I'm double. I'm, you said I'm double crossing everything. I can't make a putt. I can't read anything. It's like I'm out. I'm gonna grab a hot dog at the turn and see ya. I think the PAT that I took. Uh, there's a guy that I played with in the first round. There's a part five as well. He topped it multiple times, and I think mm-hmm. he took a fifteen. Oof. Yeah, on one hole. On one hole, and uh, he t- did play the second round. I, I took a double at yeah to my first time ever taking the PAT at Khaki, uh, there at Bear State's course. Uh, was that the time I caddied for you? What's that? Was that the day that I caddied for you, in a PAT? Oh snap! Was it? <laughs> we stayed in the Super Eight there. No free Oh ads. my gosh! <laughs> no I ads. totally forgot that. Oh my god! How did I not remember that? <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> I thought it was uh, well. I messed it with you, and I did it with Leland. Well, either way, I had a double. Now snap hook both of them out of bounds. I ended up making like I don't know, like a twenty footer for double. I'm like, All right. At least, well, got damage is done a little bit, but God, that was yeah. Awesome. It was downpouring. I don't even think they yeah. We didn't it. finish. Yeah, yep. thank God. Well, I got my money thank back, God. <laughs> and I got my money worth because there ain't no way I was gonna make the cut. I think I shot like forty, like forty one on the front, and I needed to shoot like even on the back to make the cut. And I was like three over. I was like, well, this isn't going. And every putt, like the last, you know, last three holes we were putting on, it's just like they were just rooster tailed. Yeah. Like, well, we're canceling it. Oh dang! Got a putt to the river, going to the middle of the green here. Gosh, I can't remember that like such a long time ago. It was. <laughs> so is it? How do I know? <laughs> is it something that you plan on trying again? Definitely. Um, it's just you got to have all your, I guess, everything in order and clicking that day to make it happen. And yeah. I feel like I was peaking pretty good this summer and I started really hot and then I slowly, my game kind of went down the toilet a little bit towards the end of the season. So I feel like I got to give it another go. So you have to have a 5.4 or better to get in. Mm -hmm. What is your handicap? Currently it's a 1.3. Well, damn. Dang, I'm a 3.1. Damn. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna take. All right. I'll take two strokes aside. Okay. Perfect. That was another listener question here. Uh, heads up, Kyle versus you. Who's winning? Well, well, I'm, I'm not getting, getting two strokes aside. No, 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 no strokes. Handicaps, handicaps. Heads I mean. up. Heads up. Heads up here. I mean, you said no you're strokes. a two point what? One. Three point one. Oh, three point one. Three point one. I mean, if we're going back on history, I'll give you. Sh- and- <laughs> You know, when they history. told me they told me that you weren't gonna be here, I'm like, yes, I can brag about every time that we played together that I'd be him. Mm, I don't know. I mean, we, I still have to bring up Trophy Gate and how Farwell <laughs> High School Gate. still has <laughs> Trophy Gate. Yes. I don't know how this happened, but you were at Firefly with our conference online, and we ended up taking the title. And then the next year, I coached for Farwell basketball. And I look in the damn trophy case, and there it sits. The trophy I was hanging on to. I don't know if Feed sold it to you guys or punted <laughs> off or sold it for some money. I don't know what he was doing, but apparently that trophy was over there. So I need some answers. I have none for you. I don't know what happened. Mm. Kyle's, yeah. Kyle also I, mentioned that trophy case is not very big. <laughs> I've never so been there. Got, I don't know. Yeah. 
yeah, so it stuck out. I'm like, why is this trophy so big here? Usually they're the smaller ones you guys get. Yeah. It was a big golf trophy surrounded by a bunch of little participation trophies. I think there's a lot of golf trophies in there. I'm not 100% sure. For the women's team. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Shots fired. Oh, pew, pew. I still don't have the pew, pew sound effect. Springer. I'm slacking on that one. Sorry. No, but if we play, I, I don't know. I like I like my chances on uh, match play for sure. I think it also That'd depends on the golf course that we play. Yeah, because I feel like we play a course like Forest Dunes. I feel like I have a slight advantage over that one. When was this? Yeah. When was this handicap established, Kyle? Uh, right when I left Florida, uh, the three one. Oh. See, Kyle only played golf like three times this whole summer, so I'm gonna take you on that bet for sure. <laughs> Especially here, yeah. this one point three. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I did shoot seventy five. My first time golfing with uh, with the boys at Eagle Glen. Yes, yeah, he did. but I mean, yes, he did. Did you? What tee box did you play? Played the whites. whites. Okay. Yeah. I feel like you <laughs> okay. should play the blues. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not you guys. I'm talking yeah. about Kyle. Yeah. Right. See, Kyle. I wanted to enjoy myself. I didn't want to be the dickhead that's like, all right, we'll move back here. And then Chaz is moving up. So we have to move three different tee boxes in one group. You don't want to be that group. So, okay. I'll take that argument. I mean, you drove one almost, or you're pin high. He was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's too short for you. Too short. That's too short for you. Yes. Yeah. I had a nice little chili dip, a second shot, and <laughs> saved par. So, if you're worried about using too many tee boxes, Nick and I can play the golds too. Yeah, we could <laughs> narrow that down just to two di- two different tee boxes. <laughs> so, you mentioned there you did caddy for Kyle. As bad as his memory is, he's now has a recollection of it. Um, yep. Just a few keywords. That... So you you've been a looper. I've been a looper. You've been a looper. That's caddy, Kevin. Oh. Okay. So what is the best round that you've ever caddied for in terms of score for one and then in terms of fun? Okay. Uh, the best score that I ever was a part of, I guess, caddying for a gentleman, I believe was a 68. And nice. it was on the loop. On the up loop. Up at Forest Dunes. Okay. Nice. And I think the most enjoyable round that I've been a part of caddying was my round in Dallas with, uh, I was fortunate enough to be in the same group with Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth. What? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to get to that, but I felt like you needed to be a part of this podcast when when this was brought up, Kyle. Wow. So how did that go? Elaborate on, on that round. So... Um, did you I, mess with his putting? What's that? Did I mess did with, you his mess putting? with his putting? I did not. <laughs> it's the ring did on the finger. Me, We've been did, over this. Did you, did you cost me thirty-one dollars? I I thought that was an undisclosed bet. I'm sending you an invoice. Yeah, well, now it's out there. <laughs> Just that one bet was. No, uh, you know, listening to the banter between his caddy and himself about the putting, I think on every green they were making little side bets as far as 
was if he was going to make the putt or not. There was a couple of airspeed during some pretty long putts, and there was a couple that he uh, yeah. lipped out, and his caddy was uh, on the winning end of that one. But uh, <laughs> as far as that whole thing goes, I was I traveled to tech, uh, Texas in the I guess summer times up here, and there's a couple of PGA Tour events that require they have programs the day before the events start. So on Wednesdays, there's typically a program. Okay. And they were short caddies up in Dallas for the Byron Nelson. So a couple of the caddies from the Houston area drove up to Dallas to cover or help them out in the program. Uh, I think I had to be there at something five, five thirty in the morning. I was one of the so first who, guys to be there. And so who is your guy? The gentleman I caddied for was the CEO of Toyota North America. Oh, damn. And um, <laughs> I will throw this out there that Spieth, out of the five guys playing in that group, mm-hmm. Spieth was the poorest guy in the group. Poorest as financially. in financially, not golf game. Correct. He had... Correct. He had a good golf game, but financials, he was the poorest guy. What, what year was that? That was the first year that Byron was at Trinity Forest. So I'm going to guess mm. three years ago. Right. I, don't I won't argue uh, with you. Yeah. Not, uh, yeah, me neither. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope, no argument. <laughs> don't know that one off the top of my head. <laughs> it was definitely, like I said, it was a fun, um, I want to say four and a half hours out there with him and yeah. getting to interact with him and the, my guy that I was caddying for and his caddy is super cool as well. And he was asking me where I caddy a majority of the time. And I told him and uh, the club that I was at down there has a couple good fishing holes and he's a uh, avid fisherman. So he was telling me some stories of some of the mm-hmm. big fish he's caught out there. Hey, did you ever like nod into him and like after he had a bad shot or something and like, I didn't like, Hey, have you ever really drove a Silverado? Like, come on. <laughs> I should have uh, pointed him towards Nick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, bringing up fishing there, you're uh, mm-hmm. a bit of an outdoorsman yourself. I, uh, fishing, hunting, any any good stories there? Loving every day. Yep. Yes. <laughs> any good stories there? Um, you know, I've been uh, fortunate enough to hunt in Again, all over the country in a way. I've, I think the just getting outdoors and seeing what is out there and the different landscapes to hunt in and different animals to hunt has kind of been, uh, you know, a uh, kind of a blessing in a way. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, I get to, I've traveled to Wyoming and North Dakota and hunted bear black bear here in michigan and mm-hmm. whitetail and turkey and i think i can uh kind of thank my family for mm-hmm. kind of the upbringing and showing yeah. and sharing the outdoors with me yeah what's your best nice. michigan whitetail story uh or your best deer for michigan i I'm trying to think of uh 
You know mine. Mine was I shot a dog. <laughs> not but for real. It wasn't uh, a dog either. We, we want to put dog a side note there. Deer. It was not actually a dog. It was not disclaimer. Not a dog. That's a disclaimer. They're not a dog. That was a just a tiny deer. I no, might little, have a no dog. I might have a. I might have a picture of that. I might have the picture. If I can find it, I will. I'll let you guys know. I think. Um, Keep it. I yourself. mean, as far as whitetail, I would say a couple of years ago. I was able to uh, harvest a pretty nice buck, my biggest buck to date. And I got to do it alongside my grandfather, who I've spent a lot of time in the woods with. And This happened to be a photo that is on Facebook yes. that I've seen there. Yes. Okay. It's a good-sized deer. It's Yes. It's a good-sized deer. It's awesome. Nice. Um, I've seen a photo fishing-wise, a pretty large fish. I mean, is it? Have you it's done? It's all about the camera done, angle on some of those pictures. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, this <laughs> one, this one took two hands, and you were sideways, so it was the same distance as you were. Oh, from we were the talking camera. about that fish. I thought we were so, talking about the bass for catching. Yeah. So, do you prefer smaller, like fishing lakes, or I think that one looked like a pretty big body of water you were fishing there? I, you know, I never went salmon fishing. Okay. I've always talked about it'd be fun to fight a salmon in the river or even in the lake here. Um, and down in Texas, one of my buddies knew a guy that had a boat, had a couple fishing rods. So it's good to know a guy with a boat. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we had a couple of days off from caddying down there and he's like, you know what? Let's go fishing. I'm like, let's do it. And we ended up going out and I, was not expecting to catch that, but he, we basically went out along the, uh, they call them jetties down there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he's like, Hey, throw your line up by the jetties and just let it sit for about five seconds. Throw the line up there and something hit it. At first we thought it was a stingray cause it kind of, it grabbed it, went down a little bit and then just stayed there. And the guy's kind of flicking the line, trying to get the thing to release the hook mm -hmm. and, what? snapped a line so we set up everything again and i throw it in almost in the same spot and all of a sudden this fish just takes a bait and runs with it and as i'm fighting this fish there's a boat next to us the guy pulls up about a eight foot hammerhead shark and i'm fighting this thing and i'm like oh maybe i got a shark on here too but uh and it ended up being a black drum that's the picture that's, that's, that's the fish yeah it's a good sized fish there's yeah. nothing about camera angle on that one. Well, he told me to try and like hold it up, like yeah. sideways, horizontally, and yeah. I'm like, "You can't even hold it up horizontally. How am yeah. I going to do this?" Yeah, I'm going to need help on that one. <laughs> Kevin, you happen to take down a pretty good sized deer. Uh, what's the story on that? Yeah, uh, yeah, I shot a nice, pretty nice eight point. Uh, by far, the biggest buck I've ever seen. Right when, right when Dustin Johnson was heading to like 15, right? Yeah, something like that. I totally <laughs> missed the end of the Masters because I shot that buck at like 2.45 in the afternoon. So, Yeah, Tiger didn't win. You didn't miss much. Yeah. no. It was like right after oh. Kyle told me that Tiger took a 10 on a par 3. So, Yeah. <laughs> right there. Yeah. Dang. What, uh, how far was he? Uh, I was probably like 70 yards maybe. How far what kind of club do you hit 70 yards? Driver. <laughs> uh, nice. Good question. Whoa, Spranger. Settle down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Choke down, driver. 
So uh, nice eight point. We'll have to throw a little uh, nice photo up point. here. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. And you're like, oh, got like, what, what, what is your response? You said like, got one down, boys. Got one like, down, okay, boys. Yeah. Yeah, like, hey, yeah. Kyle All didn't right. believe me. Yeah, we weren't sure it was real. I yeah, thought maybe it was like, awesome, photo. cool. Like, who shot that? Like, that wasn't, you, you didn't put yourself in the picture. You I, didn't do anything. You're just like, just, no, no. Like, yeah, this is what you're supposed to do when you hunt, right? Like, yeah, right. I just send you guys a random Google image of an eight point deer and say, I still haven't seen the deer <laughs> with you in down, it. Boys. So, yeah, I'm uh, still skeptical. Mm, so, did uh, you put it in the buck pole? No. Didn't do that. Oh, didn't, okay. Didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. You know, we, okay. I mean, you can hang a picture up there. Yeah. You might allow Kevin, that. Kevin, Kevin, you got to put it behind just the left or right of the TV. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll have it here. We'll get it. We'll figure out how to get this if it's real. All right. I'll bring in, I'll bring in the European mountain six months if we're still doing this show. Uh-huh. Whoa. I feel like Whoa. you should make that. <laughs> I'm about to, I'm about to walk out right fucking now. <laughs> you, you can, you can, you All can right, buy I believe it on you. eBay. I believe yeah, sure. you. Sure. Okay. Next topic. Get one of those hard hats with the beer coolers or the two beer cans on it and have the antlers come off. Right. Go. Oh yeah. That would be nice. Be like a Milwaukee Bucks fan. But you'd look. So, what is your favorite course? Well, like to play and to caddy. Um, so my favorite course to play, I would think would have to be the Loop up at Forest Dunes. Um, I've heard that I, a lot. I just feel like you get two golf courses in one, mm-hmm. and it's a completely different golf course both directions. So what is it? What is it called? And I think there's a name to it when you golf both in the same day. It's the duel at the loop. Okay. And it happens three times a year. Okay. Do, I mean, is there like a bag tag? There. I think I've seen a bag tag of the loop, and there's like I thought there was a different name, like not playing the duel at the loop, but if you are somebody that plays both ways, I thought there was a name. There. I could be wrong. You would be more knowledgeable about it, though. I mean, like I said, it only happens three times a year. Um. There's a name for it, and I am drawing a blank at the moment. Okay. And I thought mm. there was. I could be wrong. I feel like you would probably know it if there was, so maybe I am wrong. <laughs> I duel just, at the loop. That's the, what we're going with. The duel at the loop. That's there the one go. where you... We'll stick with that. Yeah. You see the, so why, the double barrel. Why is, it only three time, why is it only three times a year? So uh, the way the golf course is set up, um, they have on odd days you play the black routing, and even days you play the red routing. And three times a year during our golf season, May 31st, July 31st, and uh, August 31st, there is um, obviously the 31st and then the 1st. So instead of Mm -hmm. having black routing, black routing, they decided that they were going to come up with the the duel. And that way, the... the, um, (laughs) Easy, Kyle. (laughs) <laughs> it's the first time we've had background noise. <laughs> Continue. Kind of um, dispersed to play out, so you're not um, playing the golf course the same direction two days in a row. So how do you get on it? Like, how how do you sign up to? Is it just a like regular tee time? Like, I want to no, play here. And so sometime in March, invitational? I don't know what the date is for next year, but sometime in March they release online on Forest Dunes website. They release the uh, 
limited signups. There's 36 teams allowed. And um, basically, once those 36 um, teams are filled, that event is shut down. And okay. it's the first come, first serve, and it sells out pretty quickly. I would imagine. There are some yeah. teams that back out, but also uh, there's a waiting list on some of the events as well. Yeah. Dang. Um, I had this question come in, and I don't know if this is, uh, I don't know, tough topic or not. Um, they said something about your hearing impairment. Is there anything that affects your golf swing with like balance and stuff because of that? I have not personally had any issues with the balance of my uh, golf swing okay. with my hearing. Uh, I think a majority of it is being not being able to hear people that I'm playing with, my fellow uh, partners that I'm playing with or competitors. I think that was the biggest thing in high school is on windy days, I get a lot of background noise in my hearing aids. Mm -hmm. And so I had to get closer to them or have them speak up a little bit. But as far as like affecting my golf game or swing, it doesn't really affect it at all. I mean, you could probably turn the noise down. Yeah. Maybe so it could help. I'm going to bring this up because uh, after Kyle graduated from Claire, there's a couple of uh, individuals on the Claire golf team that would warm up a little bit and they would come behind me and try to heckle me as I'm warming up. And I would, yeah. I would uh, shut my hearing aids off so I couldn't hear them. Yeah. There you go. Turn them right oh, out. I did. Just turn them right out. <laughs> so is that something? Remember, go ahead. I had it where, I don't know, Charlie Laverty. I think I was a freshman, maybe a, maybe a sophomore. And I think he was like our fourth or fifth guy. And we go down like, we're in front of him, so we play one hole, and, like, say we come back. And he would sit there, and he's walking. He's just, like, bounces clubs. Like, oh, I'm just going over to my ball. It's like, I'm just going over to my ball. And the guy's, like, one guy's hitting it from the opposite team, and you just see him just go like this. <laughs> just shake the absolute snot out of his club. Like, oh, no big deal. And he's just, like, talking and with his shoulders and just doing this. While, like, the, the club, they're just rattling. That was the way he got under people's skin. I'm like, okay. I mean, that's... That's our guy. So I mean, here we go. That's, that's our guy. He can do it. Glad hey, he's on your team and hate him if he wasn't. <laughs> right. That's, yep. There you go. Can block that out. Just shut my hearing aids off. Just <laughs> <laughs> slight advantage maybe. in the zone. Is that something that you've had since since birth? So I got my hearing aids when I was in kindergarten. Okay. And at first, I was tested. My parents were kind of wondering why I wasn't speaking yet going into kindergarten. Mm -hmm. And they had me tested. They said that I was just a little behind as far as developing mm -hmm. and started to school and still was not really picking up or understanding words and sentences and all that. They took me down to U of M and had me tested again. And I was informed at that point that I had hearing loss and okay. that's why I was quote unquote behind in developing okay. everything good to go now though yeah like developed. Developed. the only um issue that i have is just understanding people on windy days and okay obviously if it rains i'm at a slight disadvantage there too yeah luckily or people wear masks <laughs> true <laughs> or i have to wear a bucket hat in the rain <laughs> yeah 
uh, listener question just to mix some of these in with with mine. Um, Nick Wyman wanted to know. Thank you, Nick. Can you tell a person, or can you tell by a person's body type the type of clubs that would be best for them? No, um, I have had a couple individuals that are six foot four, six foot five. A lot of people feel like, or I guess the uh, misconception on that one is, I'm taller, so I need longer clubs. Um, it all comes down to, I guess your swing path and your I, the biggest thing is the uh, length of your arms because if you're taller and you have longer arms you can get away with standard clubs but i have a um a machine that tracks where you're hitting it on the face and i can make adjustments to clubs to get them centeredness of contact okay so hmm. i mean shorter people could have longer clubs shorter people could have shorter clubs it's just a Depends on their setup and also, I guess, their body type in a way. Okay. I want to go backwards a little bit. And Nick and Kyle probably know the answer, but um, when you're a caddy, mm-hmm. what's the process of knowing how somebody hits their clubs? As far as? Like, do you take, from- them, take them to the range and hit certain clubs to see how far they hit or? Um. It depends on the the type of caddy that I am that day. There's a couple different types of caddies. There's someone that double bags, carrying two bags. Uh, there's a single bag where you're just focusing on one individual all day. And then there's four caddies where typically you're caddying for four guys. You're out ahead of them all day. And you're basically just spotting golf balls and providing yardages at that point. Oh, okay. Okay. So um, when you double bag and single bag you can spend a little time with them before the round on the range and kind of get used to their distances in a way and you can kind of provide but for the most part i just shoot yardages and recommend a club as far not necessarily a club but a yardage if they have 138 yards and the wind's into them okay it's like uh, let's hit a bottom 145 150 club here okay would you say you're you're pretty good at knowing the the breaks around the loop. I mean, is that the one you normally caddy for then, the loop? Uh, yes. So um, you're pretty knowledgeable on the layout of the greens and breaking and all that? I, over the years, have kind of learned a couple of the breaks. But, I mean, I think the biggest misconception is that all the caddies know every break. And yeah. if you misread a putt, they're the, you're the first person to get chewed out as far as <laughs> yeah nice read there sir <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah well you tried to read it too so <laughs> yeah come on but then you also get the guy that you tell him hey hit this about a foot outside the right edge of the cup and they hit it about two feet it's like nice read caddy and that's like nice hit yeah yeah sir look like yeah. you, yep look like yeah. you pushed it <laughs> yeah it's like you're right. only yeah. about a foot off my line yeah yeah, they do like the foot off the line or one way or another, but the speed of it is so bad where it actually like turns out good. We're like, what? All right. Good great. Play. That's a great putt. Great putt. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Then but, you get uh, the guys that don't even have enough speed to get to the hole, and it breaks about three times as much as it's supposed to, and they're like, I think that broke a little bit more than you thought there, sir. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah. I don't think we had enough to get to the hole. <laughs> yeah, the thing yeah. with putting is you kind of got to match speed with break. Is that how you do it? There's, yeah. yeah. I, think I mean, if you don't have enough line. speed, yeah. yeah, it might break more. 
if yeah. you pound it through, it's not going to break enough. Learn something new every day. Yeah. That's it. You got to pair those Andrew, two things your, together. Uh, how, how does tipping work? What's your biggest tip out there or anywhere that you've been a caddy, I've been a part of? In a single round or like an event? The IRS is not listening. Yeah, not listening. <laughs> Over here. Disclaimer, <laughs> don't listen. Uh, it wasn't I've, a tip. It was a gift. That's right. I got a small right. uh, box Mission. of golf balls with a bunch of cash in it. Just joking. Um, <laughs> uh, I think if I had to look back at, I did a couple three day events where I made over a thousand bucks. So it's about three hundred dollars a day. Nice. So hell yeah, it's pretty nice. nice. Hell yeah. So I don't know if you guys heard of this. I seen it all over Facebook, but that's probably just because the algorithm was feeding me what I wanted to see. Uh, Tiger Woods will compete in the 2020 PNC Championship, December 19th and 20th. Uh, it is a unique PGA Tour event where 20 majors or major winners will compete with a family member as a team. It is a two-day, 36-hole scramble, and Tiger will be playing with his 11-year-old son, Charlie. I thought that's uh, that's pretty awesome. He was quoted saying that uh, I can't tell you how excited I am to be playing with Charlie in our first official tournament together. Uh, it's been great watching him progress as a young junior golfer, and it will be incredible playing as a team together in the PNC Championship. Some other notable pairings, John Daly and his son, Greg Norman, yeah. his son, Gary Player with his uh, grandson, Annika Sorenstam with her father, and JT with his father. And I feel like the JT group, it's kind of cheating because his dad is a Kentucky pro, but uh, okay. Yeah, PJ professional as <laughs> Playing well. against an 11-year-old, okay. I guess they, I guess they have like, they have handicaps. Well, it's PGA then. They don't have handicaps. No. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think Tiger's going to need it. He's going to be so relaxed and worried about Charlie. He's just going to like roll 30 footers in for birdie and Eagle, like every hole. And he's just going to be like worried about him, like making a three footer for par or bogey or whatever. That's when you play your best golf is when you don't even worry about yourself. Like you just go out and no. like I play my best golf is when usually it's like, you know, you step up your competition and, and you play better when it comes to, you know, if he's birdie and you're birdie. I'm like, no, like I'm going to find this guy's golf ball. I'll go hit it on the green somewhere and go back and try to find, you know, I think if I play with better players, usually I don't play that well. Um, I wonder I if that's the DJ is playing with it. the, sorry to cut you off there. I wonder if DJ is no. playing with his uh, father-in-law. Uh, I didn't oh. see that. It's, <laughs> it's 20 pairings. The list was out. They only showed 19. The 20th was yet to be determined. They said, hmm. But you have to be, be sick. you have to be a major winner, and then your partner has to be family, and a non PGA card holder. Hmm. But it said that JT's dad was a Kentucky Club pro, so he must just not have his PGA card. But I feel like, like not a PGA Tour card. I mean, he's probably he's a PGA pro, but not like a PGA like tour player. So pro. I would still think he's pretty damn good, and you're going to play with <laughs> Justin Thomas, who's Pretty damn good. Got fourth in the Masters this year. Masters. So I feel like that it's group true. is one that's probably going to win it. But I don't know. Could have a bad day. Early picks her in. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what the Early odds are. In. Let's do a snake draft. 
<laughs> Who's uh, picking daily? I got DJ and Gretzky. I'm not picking Spieth. For no, the record, he's Spieth not in it. Spieth is not in no, it. No, there's still a surprise. I don't care. If, I don't care if he has. I don't care if he has two family members. I'm out. Well, you don't know that Spieth's not in it. There's one I, undecided yet. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I doubt it. Is that to but, be blood? I don't know. It didn't. It did not specify blood. So it just said his, family. His uh, brother is a professional basketball player. Who is? You know that? DJ? Jordan Spieth's Jordan Spieth? brother. We're not talking I about Jordan Spieth. I didn't know that. Where does he play? He plays over in Europe. And that's basketball. <laughs> okay, thank you for the basketball <laughs> segment. And that's Jordan Spieth. There we go. <laughs> um, if you were to play in an event like that, who's your partner? Kyle? Jazz. I'm going to guess you're picking I mean, your dad. Yeah, it's got to be Jazz. Maybe maybe when Logan understands like what no is and he would stop putting like grass in his mouth and pick up rocks and maybe have a little bit of more knowledge of the game maybe, but maybe he wouldn't like it. So uh, I'd definitely have Jazz. Kevin? It would be my dad. Hopefully in the future, my son. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. my dad got me into golf, just like Kyle, his dad. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't have anybody else, as far as uh, brothers or my mom that actually play golf. So I, I'm gonna have to go with my dad. <laughs> he plays every once in a while, but yeah. Uh, Andrew, do you have a pick? I have a lot of people in my family that play golf, um, some more than others. I would probably have to go with uh, my brother. Okay. I mean, he doesn't, he plays about maybe four or five times a year, but it's just like riding a bike. He picks it oh, up yeah. pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. Mm. No. no. Yes. Yeah, so sorry, James. I'm not picking you. My cousin James, no. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, um, James, you're out. Yeah, I'll take Logan for James. <laughs> Another listener question here for you. Uh, speaking of family, uh, Ben Randall, thank you for your questions. This is multiple parts. Are we, are we going to oh, do man. all of them? Yes. Yes, <laughs> we are. Yes, um, we are. Y- you did happen to see the question he entered in on Facebook, so I think you know what's coming. I do. Uh, but do you welcome or shun the comparisons of one of your best rounds of golf, absurdly hungover, uh, to Michael Jordan's flu game? <laughs> and what was the score and where was it at it was a scramble it was at eagle Glen. uh we ended up winning i don't remember what we shot but for some reason i was in the zone that day i felt like absolute crap and what took prior to that event what was going on the minute before oh. what was going on? well that's for everything kind of hazy um <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> if i have my story correct here uh i was at Ben's house and we were indulging in some beverages. Mm-hmm. I might have had a few too many. Um no way. No. Didn't feel anything. Um <laughs> that's when you know you've yeah, had just you've had enough. too many when you can't feel anything. <laughs> I um why is it spinning? I just remember at a certain point in the night, I felt like I was uh, pretty hungry, and my cousin uh, Ben 
was nice enough to cook me some uh, mac and cheese. I'm like, I'm hungry. He's like, I got some mac and cheese. Sounds like a great guy. Yeah. He, he's <laughs> Hell a pretty of a nice guy. Yeah. And uh, he makes me this mac and cheese. I did not eat any of the mac and cheese. <laughs> he then uh, proceeded to make Jibble. it. Nappy poo. <laughs> oh, I didn't nap. I uh, I think he made me some toast, but he <laughs> gave me the toast right. without any butter on it. You got to get a little bread to soak up the booze. Okay. Yeah. Um, he gave me some uh, toast with no br- uh, butter, mm. and I kind of handed it back to him <laughs> and told him I was better than that. I needed some butter on there. <laughs> Don't you dare hand me this without <laughs> butter. I then uh, turned around. Get a right, get a right peasant. And I ate about half a uh, side of bread. He cut it up into little um, straight down the middle. How drunk was he? <laughs> the next day, I got up. I wished you ate more bread. <laughs> I ate some bread. And apparently, just a, just a you... bitching bread, a bitching bread. Some <laughs> bread. Put that on the Apparently, if you drink a lot of alcohol the night before and feel like absolute dog shit the next day, um, I did not know yeah. that. Science, you, you get in the it. zone. Science proves it. <laughs> I've done a lot of uh, behind work on that yeah. experiment, uh, and every uh, time research. science wins. Yep, that's what happens. You feel bad. <laughs> I was in the tiger zone there, and uh, we ended up winning. Played lights out. I don't think I missed a fairway all day, and. Did you drink it while on the golf course? Did you just like rally? Um, I hair of the drank dog. Gatorade that mm, day. That's not hair of the dog. So no. Follow up question: Is it true so, that you got sick between holes? I did not get sick. I did visit the uh, restroom. Okay, but I did not uh, get sick during that round. Okay. Hmm. He has a, uh, another follow-up, so this is the third question. Uh, which one of your cousins do you think is by far the most handsome? And that's him asking, not me. <laughs> yeah. He puts me on the spot here. Um, <laughs> I feel like if I picked anybody else, I don't have a lot of uh, male cousins, so I would have to put him at the top. Mm-hmm. There you go, Ben. There you go. Good job, buddy. You are the most handsome of the cousins. The uh, real MVP makes mac and cheese and uh, toast. Yeah. If you want it. Yeah. Apparently, I did not. And this will not be a teaser, Ben, <laughs> yeah. so don't get your hopes up. But if you're going to put the effort into <laughs> making toast, why wouldn't you butter it? Yeah. I'm going to butter your bread. <laughs> I'm old. I think if I make the Michigan Open next year, I'll have him make me. Uh, I'll get super drunk and have him make me some mac and cheese. I mean, it worked the first time. And, Why and not eat it work the second he, time? He can be my chef. There you go. And not yeah. eat it. I think you guys talked about that in the yeah, last so episode. It's, have a cat yeah, and a so chef. Yeah, you have four. Yeah, four nines. You want to make sure you make the cut, so you don't have them. You know, the first eighteen you played, you played great. It was that third. You know, that third nine that you had. Maybe that's when you put him in. That's when you. You know, maybe he's the closer in that situation. And, yeah, because they don't allow you to drink in the uh, Michigan Open qualifier or the Open. Yeah, probably not. You know where you can drink? The Mid-Michigan Masters. Mm. It's it's encouraged. Yes, and that really does bring me to my next question here. All Thank right. you for the segue, Kevin. That was good. I was hoping this was coming up. That was good. <laughs> you, you brought this up 
Maybe um, Kyle can vouch for this. I don't remember it. I also don't remember it. <laughs> so there's two of the three here. Um, but you you talked about a, a while back this was, because we haven't done this in a while. Yes. And I'm going to contribute that to part of the reason why I don't remember this. The other part could have been alcohol. Uh, but you said that you, you won a putter-only long drive competition that we held during our mid-Michigan Masters. I don't remember. <clears throat> Kevin doesn't remember it. Kyle, are we uh, striking out over three here? What hole was it? Was it nine? Couldn't no, tell you. It was, I want to say it was right in the middle of the round. I don't really remember the setup at Devil's Knob. <laughs> And again, yeah, alcohol day, might have been probably. involved there. Yeah. Science and alcohol. I mean, I, I just don't remember. It's, it's the hole right before the big dog leg. Wait, the big dog leg right? Yes. Ooh. No idea. That's, no idea. That's the, the hole with a tree line right down the middle of it, right? No. You can go left and you can go around the tree line, or if you go oh, straight. Oh, you're talking about the dog leg? Nope. No, I think there's one. I don't know. Uh, trying to remember that long ago. The, the historic tree hole. line? It's a par three. I know that much. Oh, it is? Yes. And there's like a fence behind it. Okay. I'm thinking of a par four then. So it wouldn't have been that one. But like there was like a tree line fence a beer. that came out. Okay. And you could either try to go over it or you had to go left and then come back over. I do remember that right. hole, but this hole was a par three. Okay. Maybe one of the yeah. listeners. A long know. drive Maybe. on a par three. I mean, sounds like an Michigan Masters <laughs> with a putter. <laughs> yes. Wyman, Spranger, Greg, anybody? You guys remember that? Yeah, please uh, <laughs> let us know. Message in. Do you remember this? There, there was a couple of people there. Um, you said some names that I know were there. So I'm going to go with you and say it happened. You said I mean, I don't want to throw out false information. Maybe well, I, was... I, I don't know. I'm going to say it's true. I don't know. Uh, I'll say it's you, true. you said Walker. Be... You said Spranger. I mean, I know they were there. You even mentioned mm-hmm. Walker's tight, tight, short red shorts. I did. So <laughs> I had to. I know you play were there. with him that day. Oh, day. Well, he was the one. On you that... sound very disappointed about that. I was not disappointed. <laughs> he was, was the one on that dog leg hole you were talking about, where he hit yeah, that. Shoot. It went. Way right, way right. But he held pose. He, oh, he held I, the pose. There's a picture for that. Yeah, I got yeah. it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He held pose, and we're like, "Wow, that went way right." <laughs> He's still holding pose. Goes, yeah, but how's my quads look? <laughs> oh, I yeah. do remember that. Yeah, oh, that man. was a good time, and he that's why we're gonna bring like it back. Dinosaur yeah. searching hat on too, like a safari hat. It's possible. Mm. I would have to look up the photos again. Uh, I do remember Wyman looking like one of those monkeys that ask for change at like a circus uh-huh. or a fair. He was dressed well, like one then, of those. And then McConnell had like the yeah, outfit and then looked like a couch, I think, wasn't it? So no, that was like Spranger. Spranger looked like a couch. <laughs> yes. I think without looking back at the photos, I think McConnell was wearing orange pants with like a blue and white, like Hawaiian type shirt. Who wore the pink pants that one year? I know you've worn pink pants. I have. One year, Spranger, I think, did wear pink pants. I don't think I wore his pink pants in the uh, Michigan Masters, so. No. (laughs) 
I mean, I we had like, we had a year of wearing weird kind of stuff, and then have, yeah, another one wearing old golf clothes, and another one where it was just redneck theme, and there was a whole lot of uh, hunting boots and cut off jean shorts out there. <laughs> one year, well, well, right at home. One year, the owners like loved us they had us out there yeah. doing a photo shoot there's probably pictures of us hanging yes. in the clubhouse that somewhere. is walker's tight short shorts <laughs> yes photo shoot I on the front that. of a golf cart yes. i have those yeah. photos as well <laughs> golly we're probably right. on the wall while we're still on this mid-michigan masters thing i know that lyman brought up that something about bringing uh, bringing uh cheap wine mm-hmm. and um four locos to start this round <laughs> okay uh, i think could, that if we, we do that, uh, start that up again i think that should that. be a yeah. requirement yeah okay we'll we'll put a whole new look on shotgun start we'll shotgun <laughs> right, some four logos and i like uh i like where we're going we need, with to <laughs> we need to get mccreevy on the pod have him i mean we gotta have him on if he's doing shotgunning any four logos uh, I think oh. it's going to be a few years before McCreevy makes it to a mid-Michigan Masters, but I think he uh, did a beer bong before Loco, oh, not gosh. a shotgun. Just as bad though, just as bad. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, Kevin, do you guys have any topics, questions you'd like to bring up? Probably just my thing is like, what do you think the owners of that place thought of when we all like, what were we like, twenty? One, 22 years old, 23 years old. And there's like, what, 18 of us just dressed like assholes? Like, well, yeah. we're here to fuck shit up. We, like, we golfed nine, since there's only nine holes there. We did nine, mm-hmm. ran to the gas station to buy another rack of beer, <laughs> and did it at nine again. So yeah, they were fine with it. it. I think I they provided that. the ice the one year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was, and the coolers. there was one year... How many did we do it? Two years we did or three? three times. So the first two years, like they were out there snapping photos of us. Like they thought it was hilarious. They loved it. The third year, and I think the biggest reason we stopped was they put us like all together with a ranger on a cart, like ushering us along with eighteen guys pretty much playing on one hole. Getting hammered the whole <laughs> yeah, time. Getting hammered. The I guy, must have played the first guy was kind years. of a dick. <laughs> I'm sure it's better now. It's got to be. <laughs> it's Devil's Knob. Devil's Knob. It's got to be know. great. No idea. So besides, yeah, we're, we're bringing it back. It. Yes, we are. That's for sure. But uh, besides Mid Michigan Masters, any questions or topics that you have that you'd like to bring up? Um, I just had the trophy gate. <laughs> um, we, you already brought that up. Yeah. Yeah, we got through that one. I know I was reading off everything that I had. I had okay. that. I had. Uh, oh, While no, we're on the topic of trophies here, I just want to know where this uh, fantasy football situation. Oh, you, you walked stands. past the trophy upstairs. The, the winning one is is right upstairs in my living room. Okay, that's for first place when you win. I just and want you're to know than everybody Kyle's else in the last. league. That's what you get, and I have that one. Kyle's won one week, two weeks. He actually, yes, he he beat me. <laughs> I gave Kyle his his first and only win of the year. I would like to add. <laughs> There's a good chance next weekend we'll be talking about how he beat me this weekend. Yeah. I'd like to add that I uh, had an IR team basically that that week. Is it IR or injured. COVID? No, no, no. Just they got injured. Yeah. 
uh, I Mild. had two or three guys that week now have season ending surgery or season ending injuries. So that I, I had to pick a defense. I had negative eight points every week. Well, I, yeah. I lost a bet. To make me, and it okay. was a negative eight points I need to put on my team. My, That's like, but if I score over 115 points, I'm really happy with my guys. So that's like starting DJ on the first tee and saying you're eight over. Good luck. Yeah, he's. Yeah, it's kind of like the like the FedEx. I wouldn't say he, like, he well, still would have won, but it, he had been close. <laughs> it would have been right. close. Yeah, I guess I guess it'd be like the FedEx Cup, where you know the people are, are what was it Bryson or uh, DJ that had like ten under starting the, and then like Kisner was like even. You're like, well, you know, there's no fucking way Kisner's gonna catch him. Ten shots back with four. I mean, four rounds ain't nothing for. I mean, and he's someone that playing that well, <laughs> and it's Kisner, like so and it's my team. So we'll see. I, I, Asapi, all I need is just one win. When it matters the most, when it comes to week fifteen, sixteen, I just need one win, either fifteen or sixteen. And I'm not the. I'm. I'm not in last place. You're. Right. I'm thinking your internet really sucks right now. I'm hearing you fine, but. <laughs> Your video is terrible. Got like a blob. Choppy. You oh, look yeah. like shit. <laughs> is this what you saw last week, Kevin? Yes. Oh. This Why? Is what you I'm guys just fine. To me. Yeah, you're a little smoother now, but yeah, there's this is nowhere near high def. <laughs> For us. You can't capture those good looks anyways. Yeah, you might not have a high def face anyway. Ouch. Wow. Pew pew. Kevin. Do you have anything this week? Well, come on. It's Thanksgiving. Yes. You know, in like three days after this airs. Okay. So, uh, any uh, Thanksgiving traditions? Maybe out of the ordinary. Probably, maybe not doing them this year. COVID times. I mean, not for me. Eat and watch football. That's about it. Yeah. Get with family and watch football. Yep. Fall asleep, take a nap. Big game that day. Oh, yeah. Always. Lions yeah. is always big game. Yep, Cowboys, Washington football team. Big game. That's the big game. The toilet bowl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. NFC, no, never... you got to watch the NFC East. It's very important. <laughs> no, you don't. Yes, you do. Yes, okay. you do. Kyle, please continue. <laughs> I've, I've never had I've never had a Thanksgiving dinner before, ever. You've never had a Thanksgiving dinner? I had Thanksgiving dinner with you last year. Does he remember? You should. So was it on Thanksgiving? Um, I don't remember. So is that your tradition no. that you don't have a Thanksgiving? Like, it was like we have thing, like we have Thanksgiving like we eat at we eat at noon. That's when the, that's when you kick off and that's when the Lions play and by halftime you fall asleep. So uh, we eat at noon. So I've never had it where you sit down at five, six o'clock at night and have a Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, you definitely it's don't eat at five or six. No, you're definitely eating at like one, two, three at the latest. So it's like a lunch, really. But right. you eat. Well, that's my thing. Take a nap and never... then you go back and eat again. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Usually, like our second dish or whatever we have is usually the start of the Cowboys game. Is when we go for seconds and you see like all the cousins and. James over there wait, just squealing his way over. So you have family come over, <laughs> correct? Usually, that's, that's not a tradition. You have family come over, yes. Maybe usually, yeah. And then you eat at 
like noon or, or one. Okay. This sounds very similar to having a Thanksgiving, a Thanksgiving dinner. dinner with your family. No, it doesn't. What? <laughs> dinner isn't not at noon. Dude, on Thanksgiving, uh, it's throughout the entire day. I was going to say, after oh, okay. about noon, well, let's it's just have, continuous. Let's just, have, let's just have breakfast at 6 o'clock okay, at night. Okay. I'll, put it, I'll put it this way. Older people call that dinner, and then later on in the day, it's supper. <laughs> so you have Thanksgiving dinner. And then no. you eat again for supper. Everything that's left. Thanksgiving, a lunch. You can't, also, you, just can't, you can't. You can't eat all. You don't. You don't eat during between like the time you wake up and the time you're about to already eat on Thanksgiving from noon. You don't eat. You don't. Correct. Like, you, you don't, don't have breakfast. breakfast. You don't have breakfast. You have so you're just having. You just have Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. You just go right to dinner that day. Yeah. Right, it's Thanksgiving. Else. What else are you gonna do? You eat all that food pies if well, you're if you're saying thanksgiving dinner happens at five or six i've that's i've also dinner. okay i've also never yeah. had a thanksgiving i've never dinner. had a thanksgiving dinner if that's the time i think that dinner time at five or six is more like dessert time true i think it's second dinner time yeah it's time for <laughs> second dinner Maybe it's let us like know dinner. any listener let us know yeah. your thoughts this has kyle had a thanksgiving dinner he I says like no he said several i think he has one every year <laughs> I had with no, them. I had one with them on the Saturday of Thanksgiving last year. That was yeah. good. Friendsgiving, they Friendsgiving. called it. Friendsgiving. I had a Friendsgiving um, two weeks ago, then or a week and a half ago. So, oh wow! And you didn't invite me or Kevin? Oh, well, thanks. Well, you're too far away, and I'm sorry, Kevin. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> he had COVID. <laughs> uh, do you have any questions for us? I think I, you do. I think I have a couple of them. Okay. Just, uh, Man, we've gone off the rails. <laughs> Kyle will do that when he lies we about not just, having Thanksgiving dinner. We should have just done this without Kyle. It's yeah, why did we wait that extra time? We had the opportunity. Where's the button? We should have. This one? Yeah. Or crickets? Just the two of us. Okay. Just the two yeah. of us. There we go. Yeah, that's right. That would have been good. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy your Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. <laughs> I just had a couple things that I uh, wrote down, and okay. I mean, we've talked about the fantasy football already. Mm-hmm. Kind of wondered where that stood. Um, Mid-Michigan Masters, I wondered if that was coming back. and We're, we're bringing gonna, it back. We're going to do our, our damnedest to get that back next year, I'm ready. depending on when things are available to, to open up and get crowds going. We're going to have to plan ahead. I'm trying. To get everyone's schedule. I know. People are busy. Things are different from when we were 21 and I know he was 19 or whatever. I was drinking, so I had to be 21. Yeah, you had to have been. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Officially, you had to have been. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nobody keeps track. <laughs> um, I had, since uh, Nick's in the auto industry, working okay. at McGuire. Mm-hmm. No. Did I get that right? Yeah. McGuire. Yeah, McGuire. I'm thinking of the other place. No free ads. They haven't really no free paid ads. for an ad. So oh, uh, I work at a Chevy dealership in Claire. You do. <laughs> <laughs> I just had, a, I didn't want to do like a, uh, what's your dream car with money not being an issue. So I'm going to put a little cap on it. Mm-hmm. What would be your ideal car that you would purchase for a hundred thousand dollars or less? Okay. I'll go first. Um, Good. <laughs> yeah, you guys do some thinking. That would uh, that would all depend on where I live. So if I live 
where I currently live, I'd probably have to go uh, with an SUV. Um, and if I'm being honest, I'm not getting a Chevy, even though I work for them. Uh, but I would get an SUV just to have uh, the four-wheel drive in this condition. If I live down where there's no snow, um, I have already built online a Corvette that is just under a hundred grand. Just under. so that would be uh, that'd be it. I'd get one of the new Corvettes that I've built online just to price out, and uh, that would be that'd be my vehicle. You can fit two sets of golf clubs in the Corvette. There's plenty well, of space, hurt. plenty of space in there, really. Mm. There is. You got the uh, first two days of the tournament and then the weekend set. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just saying I got to bring somebody with me. So I'd be like the Dustin Johnson with my Paulina Gretzky comes with me. And then when we're done playing the tournament, we'll go play together. I thought I was your caddy. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? I thought, I thought. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got him. You get, yeah, you got him. I broke Kyle. There you go, Kevin. What do you got, Kevin? What's your answer? Oh, it's the like best condition '70s something Ford Bronco I can find. White? No, not white. Looking like OJ. <laughs> I said '70s. I don't know what year he had, to be honest with you. 94. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, you're right. He had money. He probably had brand new one. You're right. Uh, Kyle. It's up to you, Kyle. 100 grand. I'd probably buy two cars. I said one car. Yeah, yeah you said one, but okay, do your yeah, two, and then we'll, a, then we'll go one. Make up your own rules. I don't know. I'll probably just get a Traverse, and then probably get... A hundred grand. We can't make up our own rules and have dinner at one o'clock, but he can make up his own rules and buy two fucking cars. I don't know. He's just gonna get a traverse. I don't know. I'm a simple dude. I don't give up. I'll I mean, sell it to you. I'll pocket it. How about this? No. What you don't spend out of the hundred grand, you lose. Yes. Ooh. I don't know. I'll probably talk to my dad. Use probably it get one of his or cars. Lose it. I'd, I'd probably ask Chaz like what car he got. Like before he had any kids, because him and uh, his two brothers, like I guess, ran the streets and had the best cars and GTOs. And uh, I think he, I don't know what year he had. He had a GTO that was like a forest green, he always talked about. So probably get something like that for him. So you're getting an old classic. Yeah. Okay. I think you should get that like 89 brown turd he drove when we were kids that he started with a screwdriver oh, and everything. Oh my gosh. That Is was... that the truck? <laughs> yeah. You talking about that truck? Yeah. You, dude, you, yeah. you see like that truck. Truck. It, was like th- it was like three tone brown it was. Ford. And it was like a, yeah. That was like back when they had like extended, extended, extended cab on that bitch. <laughs> yeah. That was a very got like four miles truck. to the gallon. Very recognizable yeah. truck. Topper. Yeah. Yep. He had the topper on it. He was actually, that car got broken into at Ruckles. He had his golf clubs in it. And uh, he never locks his car. So he had it open and someone busted the window. And all they had to do was just open the door. <laughs> what a dick. So he put in the insurance for it. And so he got a, I think he got a new truck and he like to get it fixed. 
And then on top of it, you got like a brand new set of clubs. So shout out Chaz. <laughs> Work the system. There you go. Uh, he didn't like his old set of clubs. <laughs> no. Question back at you. What's your answer to your question? I think I'm along the same lines as you. It okay. depends on kind of where I'm living. Um, I feel like up here I would get a truck, probably, a, I don't know, Silverado, maybe a GMC. Okay. Um, 1500 with all the uh, oh, yeah, latest and greatest in it. Denali or high country. McGuire's just got like seven to choose from right now. Hey, it's tough times. It's tough times right now in this economy. The COVID going on, it's it's rough, but we do have a really nice, uh, like $63,000, uh, truck coming into high country, has everything you can get on it. So I'll take that. Okay. It's, it's, it'll be ready for you. Okay. I'll go online and uh, kind of build mine and send it your way. Okay, sounds good. I yeah, hope yeah. He didn't can... send his clubs your way. I wouldn't. Whoa. I'd go buy it from somebody else. God, yeah, damn, it comes with a Kevin. free set of truck nuts. Comes with a free set of it truck does. nuts. It does. It does come with a set of truck nuts. You have to mention the podcast. You have to mention the podcast. Oh, get I some truck nuts. Do you remember that now? Yes, that was a couple episodes back. I'd like to report in. We have uh, given out zero sets of truck nuts so far. <laughs> We just Man. talked about this today. <laughs> yeah, Kyle was super disappointed that he didn't get truck nuts in that package on his porch. Yeah, this yeah. Today. I wanted to give a shout out, yeah, to Nick because if you see, obviously I don't have these like dangle cord hanging out. I have a mic. I have this little stand. I got headphones now. <laughs> you look a little uh, more legit. I think the sound is still. Part. Yeah, shitty. Do a little modification. Well, it, it, I don't. I would say it's not any better. I feel like maybe there's some setup we need. <laughs> It's not much better. Work out the kinks. It's yeah. no truck nuts. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely not. Episode, Don't worry. Episode 19. You'll get your set of truck nuts. It's just going to be for being last place in football. You'll still get them. Don't worry about that. Anything, uh, anything left that you yeah. have there? I got one more question. Okay. And I guess we did a little research and found out that uh, no such thing, but we're going to make it a thing for this question. Okay. Um, just like Uh-oh. a neat. NFL um, Madden games. Okay. You have ratings for your players. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious on if, I mean, and since Kyle's, or not Kyle, Kevin is, um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at Kyle and I said, um, since Kevin's playing PGA Tour 2K21, mm-hmm. what would be your player rating? Thinking like a 12. Yeah, I'm going to say if, if you are matching me up against the pros that are in the game, that's pretty darn low. Go with a 30. Because I don't shoot too bad. I mean, I know they shoot really well, but I can I have shot par. What's your handicap in uh, league? It depends on the day. Yeah, it depends on the league. Uh, uh, Mondays or Wednesdays. Mondays or Wednesdays, because Mondays, I think I'm a five or six. Wednesdays, I've been as low as a one. So we'll average it out to a four. Okay. I'll, I'll take a four. Okay. I feel like you'd be higher than... Uh, I mean, it's possible. Do I have to play from the pro tees? No, you can play for the yellow. Golds. From the yellow. Sweet, the golds. There we go. And yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be a, a solid 45. Okay. Solid 45. Kyle? I'm sticking with 12. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, 
You're going that low. What? I figured you'd be higher too. He's only played four times this year. Yeah. Yeah. You, if you have a kid, I mean, he's everything a, like he's a little out of practice lives, since you caddied for him yeah. last. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I, I, mean, I wasn't for him. <laughs> yeah, we'll blame it on that. Yeah. Not having a child or having a wife or anything like that. But we'll just. No, move to a region that you can't play year round, or can you? Uh, you can play now, um, but there's times where no, I mean you can't play all year round. No, not at all. But you play uh, one month further and then one month earlier, usually here than in Michigan. So, gotcha. I don't know. I think like what would you guys' like strongest attribute be though? Like putting, chipping, like. Mm wedges and so i'd go with chipping really you sound shocked <laughs> well i have footage of you with your chipping and you almost snapping your club i thought putting was your best attribute is uh, there uh when footage? was this footage from oh i know what this is from that was one bad hole okay <laughs> that was one bad oh, hole that was one bad hole I spend a lot of time, like, I should be better. Yes, I get that. I should be better it at it. Two. It was two on the back nine. You're like, what am I doing? Yeah, I pretty much could not swing a club. But that was Wait. just, that was back nine. I don't know. What's you that? have those days. Was that when you guys all played? Yeah. Yeah, you mm -hmm. have those days. Didn't you stay up late the night before? Uh, yeah, I Or think... indulge a little bit? I'm trying to remember. Mm, not I really. Mean, if no, Kyle, came, Kyle came home, so no, I'm sure we, we were at our house. Yeah, and they were at Chaz's or my house, not our house. We don't yeah. live together. We don't live together, but um, <laughs> oh, we want to. I mean, <laughs> the rent's free. Then okay, <laughs> gotta. I have to relocate a podcast. The rent's to your free. House. If I really want to, then no, no. I moved free. to your place, and yeah. my rent is no. free. Oh, well, we got to take a podcast with it. I don't have room for that. You got to take the good with the bad. You're getting a podcast studio in your house. That's the good? That's the good. <laughs> That's the good? <laughs> okay. Kyle, what is yours? What's your best attribute? Uh, probably driving right now. I drove the ball pretty well when I played last and keep the ball on the fairway. Well, I, I keep it where I'm able to find it, to say that. That's the first step, being yep. able to find it to yeah. hit it again. It, yeah, the stupid thing that's like, if you don't putt, then you can't do anything. Like that's the most important thing is putting. No, it's not. If you can't get off the tee box, you're gonna be hitting three, and you, your score is fucked as it is before you even tee off. So why? What does it matter if you're putting for a double or a triple? But it's, if yeah. you get an eight on a hole and you one putt, I mean, it took you seven strokes to get to the hole. And only one putt. So obviously your putting is pretty good. I, I will go against what you just said there, Kyle, as well. Um, you will use a putter on a good day for like 24 to 28 strokes on a good putting yeah. day. You're probably going to hit your driver six to ten times. I'm not saying drive, like just the driving aspect of it. You don't have to act specifically a driver, but... If you're not keeping it in play, then there's no point of even continue playing. So like, that's why you sprang her that thing and choked down three wood, man. Keep it in play. But yeah. you still got to putt well. 
Drive I mean, you show yeah, Pufferdo. Even, even two putt in every you hole, you're like, all right, I did pretty well. You got to lose the yeah, three putts, but you but can you use you the can butter hit for it on the green. You can hit it on the green at four feet for birdie and miss it. Like, fuck, but you still parred. Okay. <laughs> still, you're not gonna be like, the putter for two strokes that hole still. <laughs> which is fine. But so your score you is still better well. than having a seven or an eight. We can agree to disagree. And we Put can end on. it there. Kevin, right, Kev- what's your best attribute? Well, you know, I like to stay positive. So that's pretty much my best attribute right there. Positive as uh, in over par positive? Well, yes, but like, you know. COVID, COVID positive? Yeah, also that. Okay. <laughs> Ouch. There's a pew pew again. Pew pew. Mm. <laughs> Men drink pew pew. <laughs> sorry. Your best attribute. I'm attribute. sorry, Kevin. Uh, I'm not very good at golf, but I stay positive. Okay. That's it. Oh, that, your best attribute is your positivity. Yes. Mm, yes. I got what you were saying. Positivity. <laughs> That's so why I'm a 12 Is in my Madden score. I've never played the game, so is that an attribute in the game then? Is your positivity? Well, there's also no Madden scores in PGA. Well, I know there's no Madden scores. They, just, they don't score it the same way, but yes. Okay. Positivity. I love it, Kevin. I love your answer. It did make a whole lot of sense. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. What uh, what about yourself there, Andrew? Um, I would also have to go with my driving. Um, I thought he was going to say positivity, but... Oh, I should have. <laughs> when my driving's not bad, I'm not very positive. Uh. Or when my driving is bad, I'm saying. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, there you go. Yes. <laughs> so driving, okay. Yes. I'd say it's a good I can. There's a couple par fours I can drive, but then you three put. I mean, it's a four on the card. It, it is. looks okay, but... It is. And then you tell the story on how you got to that four. Better than an eight and a one putt. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're about reaching Wyman territory on this episode. I am going to uh, wind this one down. Uh, I'd like to end it with a nice little uh, fun fact for you guys that's going to lead us into the next Masters. Um, 2012. The winner was Bubba Watson. In 2013, he scored a 10 on hole 12. 2014, Bubba Watson won the Masters. Tiger won the 2019 Masters. 2020, he scored a 10 on hole 12. 2021 is coming up, boys. That's Tiger's year. I'm staying positive. I've got Kevin's positivity in me right now. <laughs> yes. That's your best staying attribute to the positive. game. Tiger's got it in 21. It's not the year of the tiger. I know that. I was just going to ask that. It's not. You're the ox. Uh, You're ox. the ox, so that's Bryson. <laughs> Brooks. Or Brooks. Uh, but that's what I'm going to leave you with, that little uh, nugget there. Andrew, thank you for uh, coming in. Being, thank you for having being a part me. of this. Kyle, I know you uh, were thinking you weren't making it. Kind of glad you did, though. Just kind of. Kind of. Just kind of, though. Okay, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for the headset and the microphone. And yeah. you at least look the part. Right for ep- <laughs> at least for episode eighteen or for nineteen, we'll yes. Uh, yes figure this out. Kevin, hopefully, thanks for coming in. I know you got uh, some twelves. You're you're pulling right now. Yeah, I gotta go to work in the morning. You gotta get some sleep. That's so, for sure. Uh, you know, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Uh, Kyle, enjoy your 
Thanksgiving breakfast. We'll be enjoying dinner at yep, yep. one o'clock. I'm sorry you Lunch. never had a Thanksgiving dinner like we have. Lunch. Again, let us know what you think about that. Uh, but that was episode 18. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. 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 Bye.